This is your host, Victoria, and in today's episode, I'm sharing with you five more lessons that 2022 has taught me. As usual, I'd love to know where you are, what you're up to, what everything around you looks like right now as you listen to this episode. So do not hesitate to take a photo to share it with me to let me know what your environment looks like so I can feel like I'm right there beside you as you listen to this episode. If you are used to tuning in every week, I would absolutely love it if you could take two seconds right now to hop on over to Spotify or to Apple Podcast and to give this podcast a rating. 30 seconds or even less than that, about 15 seconds of your time would have a huge, huge, huge impact. It's what allows my work to be shared, to be seen, and the message to be passed on to more people. So if there's any of these episodes that you have appreciated if you like coming back here and that is the best way that you can support me in the work that I do so thank you so 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 much enjoy the episode welcome to the Victoria Sardane podcast where you'll discover actionable tools tips and tricks as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality we all have immense personal power within us We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? Hi everybody, I hope you are well. I'm excited to find you here for another Monday morning and we are continuing a bit of a reflection into 2022. I know that by the time this episode goes live, we're already in mid-January, so it might seem a little bit late to be doing our reflections. However, I wanted to take this opportunity to remind you that the year is long, that 2023 has a lot to bring us, a lot to give us. There's a lot of surprises, a lot of unknowns, a lot of changes waiting for us in the coming months, and we don't have to feel like we're in a rush to jump headfirst into things immediately. If you have not yet taken the time to do your own own reflections of 2022, if you have not yet taken the time to really sit and reflect and to look over what were the lessons, to reflect over the challenges, to remind yourself of the moments that you were grateful for and the people who supported you this year, if you have not yet done that, then I really recommend you to do that. It's not too late. There's lots of time to jump head first into 2023, but in the meantime, if you've not done your reflections, I really, really recommend you do so. There's lots of different ways we can reflect over the year. What I'll be sharing with you today are lessons that the year has brought me, which is a continuation of last week's episode, and that's a really simple way that we can do it, simply sitting down and trying to think about that, but that might be a little bit hard to conclude if we haven't done any other reflections of the year as well. So if you'd like to be guided through a full reflection process for the year, then that is what my 2023 blueprint guidebook is all about. And you can find the ebook version of that on my website. I will link it in the show notes below. So if you have not done any reflections yet, that book guides you through a full reflection process from start to finish. And then it will also guide you through a projection process, an intention setting process, and a goal setting process for the year ahead. So if you haven't done any of that stuff, I really recommend that you check it out. 
Anywho, today's episode is a continuation of last week's episode. Last week I shared five lessons that 2022 has brought me, and today I'm sharing with you five more. They are in no particular order, they are just as they came to me. So let's dig straight in. Another lesson that 2022 has brought me is that inspiration comes from action within your zone of genius. So this is something that was very enlightening for me because since COVID hit pretty much and I had to make some major changes in my work, I was feeling very uninspired. And although there would be little bursts of inspiration here and there, I really struggled to find the same level of inspiration that I had pre-COVID. So I had previously this fire of desire in my belly that would make me jump out of bed and I thought maybe that was just because I was in the earlier stages of my business, maybe it was just because I was younger, maybe it was just because there was a different time in my life, whatever it might be. But what I found is that this summer or the summer of 2022 really refueled this inspiration that I previously had and what I realized is it was because I had spent quite a bit of time in my zone of genius that summer. If you don't know what the zone of genius is, I will link a podcast episode all about it because I recorded a podcast episode all about it a few months ago, or even more than that. I think it was early 2022. And it's really about the zone in which you lose track of time, the zone in which things tend to feel really easy, the zone in which you are your best, and the zone in which you feel like you are exactly where you need to be. And this concept was taken by a book called The Big Leap. So you can also have a look at that book if you're interested. But that was really something that I learned. And I always knew the importance of the zone of genius, but I didn't realize to what extent that was really what was going to reignite my inspiration. And for me, being able to host in-person events is a big element of my zone of genius. And so being able to host in-person events again last summer was massive in being able to bring all of my inspiration back. So that is one of the lessons that 2022 has taught me. The next lesson is quite different. I have learned this from more of a business aspect, but I think that it would probably be relevant on a life aspect as well, and it is that throwing money at something won't always be the solution. And I think that there's a big narrative these days, I would say especially from a side of business, that if you're not investing a lot within your business, then you're not going to get much out of it. And I do agree with that. I think there's definitely investments that need to be made, both from a business side, but also a personal side. However, I feel like the narrative suggests a little bit that as long as we invest a lot of money into our business, then things will come out the other side. And I realized that that was not actually the case. I had made a few hires this year where I had engaged different external companies and different external consultants to help me with certain elements of my business 
and although they were quite pricey, I assumed that if they were pricey, it's something that would actually make a big difference, and I realized actually that's not the case. So putting a lot of money into something doesn't necessarily mean that it's good, and putting a lot of money into something isn't necessarily going to bring you a solution. So that was something that I learned and I did a big process this year as well of stripping things back, stripping down the amount of people who are involved in the work that I do, stripping down the amount of costs that are involved in the work that I do in order to really have a more simplified model to feel like there was less stress, to feel like there was less pressure and it actually had a really huge impact. So this year is also the year I started working with my financial advisor, who was actually a very good help. So she was a a very, very, very important change for me this year. And through her financial coaching, I was really able to pull things back to simplify, which, as I said, not only reduced the amount of stress, reduced the amount of people, of parties, of opinions, of thoughts, and I was really able to bring myself back to myself, to how I wanted things to be done, to what I believed to be right, and it was actually more of a lesson in trust in myself than anything else. And so I thought that that was a really important lesson as well, and I'm not sure if that's actually something that's going to be relevant to any of you, but I think for anyone who is an entrepreneur, who is a business owner, then you've probably been pulled into this idea as well that you need to throw massive sums of money in order to make things move forward, and I don't necessarily believe that that is true. Another lesson that 2022 has taught me is that there is a big difference between being effective and being efficient. So this is actually something that my dad told me last summer as well, and it really stuck with me and it's something that I'm keeping in mind quite a lot these days. And he told me, Victoria, you're being incredibly efficient, but I'm not sure if what you're doing is incredibly effective. And it was exactly what I needed to hear because he was spot on. I was doing so many hours and I was working incredibly hard to make things happen. But the things that I was spending so much time doing, although they were great and very nice and lovely projects to have, they were not effective in the sense that they weren't actually really bringing me towards bigger goals. They were not the most straightforward line to get there. They were simply nice projects that were incredibly time-consuming that weren't necessarily bringing me much of what I actually wanted. And this is where we can draw the parallel between this concept of needle movers. So I did an entire podcast episode about needle movers, so I will link that in the show notes below as well. But being effective is really actually doing the needle movers, so doing the tasks that are going to move the needle forward, as compared to simply doing busy work. And busy work often feels like we are moving the needle forward, and that's the tricky part, is really being able to discern between the two. And I didn't realize, until my dad had told me this, that I wasn't actually being effective, because I felt like I was being effective. I was moving forward on projects, and the projects were important, or I found them important, they weren't actually the best way to get where I wanted to go. They weren't really 
directly leading me to my bigger goals. And on top of it, there were projects that were incredibly time consuming and energy consuming and taking up a lot of headspace. And in line with the previous point around stripping things back, this is something that I've been really trying to keep in mind as I was ending 2022 and as I'm projecting forward into 2023, thinking about specifically where I want to place my time and how can I make my time be spent in the most effective way. So not just being efficient with my time, but being effective with my time. And this is maybe something that you can think about for yourself as well. Are you simply being efficient? Are you doing busy work? Are you keeping yourself incredibly busy and doing all the tasks and doing your entire to-do list? But how many elements of your to-do list is actually incredibly effective? How many elements of your to-do list are getting you to your 10-year goal? If you were to remove them all and only put back the ones that are directly bringing you towards your greater goals, which ones would you put back on the list? Another lesson that 2022 has brought me is that life is full of compromise, that we are constantly compromising and that there's no perfect way to go about anything. And I've alluded to this lesson in a few different ways in the last podcast episode, especially when I spoke about decisions and how we never really know what the perfect decision is. We sometimes have to go for it. And this is a different view on the same lesson, actually. So it's a bit of an extension of the same lesson. And it's really this idea that everything in life is hard. That whenever we're making choices, both choices are going to be hard. I'd read this quote on Instagram, and I don't actually remember it off the top of my head, but it was along the lines of working out is hard, being unhealthy is hard, being lonely is hard, and making new friends is hard. Working towards your goal is hard, and feeling aimless is hard. So the idea is really just that there's no easy route. Everything is challenging. They're actually both quite difficult, and in life we have the decision between two hard choices, and the right choice is the one whose burden we're willing to put on our back and willing to live with, really. This is something that my boyfriend also taught me a lot, when we had some conversations around compromise, around life decisions, we have moved quite a bit in the past and we might be moving again in the future, probably. We're on that trajectory at the moment. And it was something that we had this conversation about is who's making the compromise with work, with life, with social. And compromise is something that he's a lot more comfortable with than I am. And it was very interesting to have these conversations realizing that life is full of compromise and that we constantly need to be making it and we can't necessarily expect to live a compromiseless life and once again i think this is something that is really glorified these days where the narrative is very much around don't compromise live the life of your dreams do everything exactly how you want to and i wonder if that's really first of all the healthiest message and also if that's even realistic if it's realistic to live a life that has no compromise where you're getting exactly what you want all the time and if that is the case and you are getting exactly what you want all the time then are you actually sharing that life with other human beings whether that be friends or family or relationship because no two human beings will have exactly the same desire at all points in time 
obviously you'd hope that you'd be sharing your life with people who have similar interests or similar views, similar values, similar general goals. However, on a day-to-day basis, if we are with other human beings, then we're all different and we all have different wants and needs and desires and thoughts and opinions. And therefore we need to be making compromise in order to be able to share life with other people. And once again, if we decide not to because we don't want to compromise, then being alone is also hard, especially as very social beings. So I thought that that was a really important lesson that I want to keep with me in 2023, is remembering that life is full of compromise and it doesn't have to feel like a chore. It can feel like, maybe it can feel like a bit of a challenge. Maybe it can feel like an adventure. Maybe it can feel like a way for me to test myself and to grow. As I said previously, compromise is something that I'm not wonderful at. I like having things the way that I like them. And this is where there's space for me to grow as well as actually an element of relinquishing control of accepting that not everything can be exactly how I want it and that there are things in life that are more important than having things my way. The last lesson of 2022 that I wanted to share with you is a lesson that slow and steady will get you further. So this year, I've used the analogy of the pendulum a lot. Anybody who is a one-on-one client or who has done my group program, you will know that I love this analogy and that when we start to talk about it, we start to see this analogy absolutely everywhere. And it's really an analogy based around balance. And it's not something that I can talk about easily on the podcast because it's a very visual analogy. So I would struggle to explain it, but I might do a video on it at some point. And this analogy really suggests that what goes in one direction swings back in the other. And when we find ourselves in the extremes, when we find ourselves going fully in one direction, wanting to absolutely launch ourselves, then by nature there will be a swing back. And the swing back might not be immediately, but it might come with time and that swing back might be quite aggressive if the swing forward was aggressive as well. And this is something that I've really learned because I previously had a tendency to be very much in the all or nothing, to really want to always go fully in or fully out, to go headfirst and dive into things. But I realized that this often backfired and that going from all to nothing actually often led me standing still. I would run 10 meters forward and then I would end up falling 10 meters back. And so what I've really learned this year is that slow and steady will get you a lot further. A quote that I really like is that we tend to overestimate how much we can get done in one year and underestimate how much we can get done in 10. And I believe this is really true. And I remember ending 2022 thinking, I'm not sure what I've accomplished this year. And going through the reflection process in my blueprint book, I realized actually I had accomplished quite a lot, but it wasn't a year where I flipped my entire life upside down. But in a way, I felt quite relieved that I hadn't because I've been learning going about things in a more steady way, taking a few steps forward rather than necessarily completely flipping things upside down on their head in order to then only to then feel things flipping themselves back out of my hands. 
So this lesson has been useful for me in many different ways. From a health and fitness standpoint, I used to be quite extreme with the way that I did things and I'm taking a lot slower now, trying to find consistent healthy routines that I like, that I enjoy, that inspire me, that make me want to jump out of bed to engage in and don't feel like a drag. I've used this lesson in my personal life in terms of making friends and meeting people and really taking slow and steady steps, realizing that it takes a long time to build deep friendships and deep connections, which is something I spoke about in last week's episode. I've used it within my work, making small incremental changes and taking little steps every day, moving the needle every single day and realizing that if I do do that every single day, it's a lot more effective than simply throwing myself at something, burning myself out, and then needing to take a break. So this lesson has guided me in many different ways in 2022, and it's definitely something that I want to keep with me in 2023 as well. So that is all for all of my lessons of 2022. The five lessons I shared with you today, the first one was that inspiration comes from action within your zone of genius. The next one was throwing money at something won't actually necessarily bring a solution. The next one is that there's a difference between being effective and efficient. The fourth one was that life is full of compromise. And the last one was that slow and steady will get you further. So I would love to know which of these lessons resonated with you. Maybe there's one of these that actually echoes as in it was similar for you this year maybe there were certain situations or circumstances that taught you similar lessons i would also love to know if you have any other lessons of your own if you've done your own reflections and the lessons have been relatively clear i would love for you to share them with me because i feel like we can learn so much from each other's insight and wisdom and we're all living these parallel lives and we're all in the same boat but we're in different rivers and We have lessons that we can all benefit from, so please do not hesitate to share those with me. I would love to hear. In the meantime, guys, I will see you next week for a brand new episode.